This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Lots to talk about. The Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. We are right in the middle of talking about student loan forgiveness. And somebody reminds me on Twitter, and, and I thought that everybody knew this, but I appreciate the, the heads up. This, is, this was not a law. Uh, Carrie, did Congress make a law to, to forgive student debt? No. No, it was Joe Biden in an executive order. And he worked with the Department of Education. What's the guy's name? Cardona? Something like that? Working with that guy at the Department of Education to, for some reason, just say we're just going to cancel all the debt. You can't do that. We don't have a monarch here. You can't have the king say we're going to cancel all that money when the purse strings specifically were given by the founders to the House of Representatives. So it's illegal on its face. You can't do an executive order, and the Department of Education can't just decide we're just going to forgive every loan. You can't just do that. But it is in the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court needs to put its final stamp of you can't do this. If Biden wants to cancel student debt, have them do it in the House, have them do it in the Senate, and then he could sign it into law. He knows he can't do it. Because he doesn't have enough, uh, he doesn't have the house. He can't do it. The whole thing is ridiculous. And then he's going off on some rant today about about the economy, like he's fixed the economy and everything's great. And then he brags about raising taxes. The guy, they're all they're all freaking nuts. They just are. You carry what I once said, uh, freaking or freaking on the air, and I got an email from a lady. I know what you meant. Okay. And you and... shouldn't say that on the, you should not say that on the radio because I know what you meant. Okay. Like, shut up. (laughs) So I I, I probably just deleted that one because I know that I would have been profane in my response. I didn't want to be, I just left it alone, I think. But I mean, come on. Good thing. I know. I know. There are people out there. I know what you, I know what you meant. And? (laughs) I'm allowed to say freak and freaking. I am. I checked with the FCC. In fact, the funniest thing is the last time I had uh, Brendan Carr on from the FCC, he actually said BS and he said the words. I said, dude, you're (laughs) at the FCC. Now I have to to censor you. How stupid is that? Oh, that's funny. I like that. He said, oh, wow, you do. You have to censor me. That's not good. So there you go. All right. We're talking about student loan debt forgiveness, which is stupid. It's a misnomer. You can't just forgive student debt. It'll cost somebody something because all those people got the education. And the taxpayers, for some reason, will now be on the hook to just forgive it, which means all that money that was spent that is, that is not going to be injected back into the economy really comes out of my pocket, comes out of my taxes. Let me go back at it. We had the, the first guy was mad. I get it. I, I think everybody's mad. Do I have anybody 
on the line who wants to say, hey, yeah, listen, let's 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 forgive him. Here's why. I don't see it. I don't see that either. Sam, I don't see it either. I'm with you. Let me go to Eric, who's in Kansas. Eric, talk to me. Hi. Hello, Joe. Uh, just a quick point. I sent two sons through uh, college years ago and had to take out contracts for the parent loan to university students. Okay. And it seems to me that there's a wider problem here. What is it? That if Joe can come through and cancel those contracts, what other contracts would he be allowed to cancel through the executive branch? All of them. It's just a question that I want to ask. Oh, it's a, it's a great question. And Eric, this is why the point was just made about executive orders. If he can cancel these loans, why can't he cancel every loan? Why can't he cancel loans just for Democrats? Why can't he make me pay the loan payment back, although I didn't take it out, because I, I don't align with him? You don't have unfettered executive power. The executive branch is equal to the judicial branch, is equal to the legislative branch. In fact, the legislative, and many would say the House, has the most power because it controls the money. So I'm, I'm with you. It's a, it's a perfectly good question. What else can he cancel if he can cancel this? Let me go to uh, Debbie, who's in Michigan. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Joe. Hey. Hey. Um, I was just wondering if there's any way we can find out if Tlaib and Sandy and the rest of the crowd or squad started paying back their student loans or if they're just waiting to get their loans forgiven. Do they even have student loans? I know, they, I know some of them went to college. Tlaib, Tlaib was said she she owed $50,000 in, in student loans and she wanted her student loan. That was a long time ago, but <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, they were they, the, they're, obviously on the, like, they're obviously on the side of, of canceling it for sure. Oh yeah. They, they, no, they, they don't want to, yeah, they want to cancel the student loans. Absolutely. I was just wondering if, you know, since we're back from the pandemic, if they've started making their payments because they got jobs doing the, you know, what they went to school to do. And isn't that how you're supposed to pay back the loan is they give you so much time after you graduate to get your job and then you pay back the student loan. I, I, don't, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if they they wait for you to get a job. I mean, you took out the loan. You got to pay it back, and whatever the time frame is, you got to pay it back during that time frame. But it's an interesting question because they're all making a lot of money. One hundred sixty nine or one hundred seventy nine thousand, maybe it's one seventy four per year for these representatives. Plus, they get this unlimited expense account. They could pay back fifty thousand dollars without even sneezing. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. It's a, Debbie, it's a great question. I appreciate you. Open line now. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. James is in Oklahoma. Hi, James. Hey, how are you doing? Um, I was just uh, calling about the, the whole college thing. Here's the thing. If a college has, uh, most colleges have this little thing that they put out there for the local community that if you want to just come and audit the course, you get it. You don't have to pay anything. You can go sit in the course and learn everything that these college students can learn, right? But because they're not paying for it, they get no credits for it. So if they're going to get all that paid back, they should get either the credits taken away. You don't. You don't get the college degree no more, or you get a caveat on your degree that says that if you do get a high-paying job, that stuff automatically gets paid back to the government. Well, James, I hear you. I don't like the idea of taking away the credits and taking away the degree because it doesn't matter. Once you have the education and the knowledge and once you get the job, you're going to be able to put it to use and you've gotten that for no money. 
It doesn't make any sense. So if you take the well, loan out, but that, you got to pay it back. That's just where I am. I don't. Th- I don't see any benefit in saying take away the degree and take away the credits because you have the. They can't take away the knowledge. You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Well, well, here's the thing: if if they've got a job that can pay back the degree, then why should they get it forgiven? And and that's the that's the thing: if they don't have a job, and they're they're using that as the excuse for because they can't get a job because of the pandemic, right? So they can't afford it. Take away the degree. If you want it paid back, either that or you you put like everyone else does. They put in for the deferment with their college student loans. They get put in for deferment for not having a job, and they get the deferment. Then at the end of the deferment, they start paying it back. James, I, I so hear you, and that's exactly how it sense. went. That's exactly how it went. They actually did defer these payments. Nobody had to make any payments during the pandemic, and now they have to again. And if they don't have a job, it's on them. James, thank you. If they don't have a job, it's on them. It's not on me, the taxpayer, to pay for their student loan. It's on them. If you don't have a job, there are jobs available right now in this country. Go and do them. Now, if you're one of these pinheads, and I mean that in the nicest possible way, if you're one of these pinheads who has his or her degree and there are jobs available and you've decided not to work the job because it's beneath you, there is no job beneath you. If you're making zero and don't have a job, you're at the bottom now. So getting a job flipping burgers, driving a truck, delivering food, doing an Uber, anything is better than where you are now. Those jobs are not beneath you. You should think to yourself, I'm not earning anything. I've got to add some benefit to my life and to the lives of those that I'm, I'm with. I need to go and work. And you can. There are jobs available. What did somebody say? There are 10 million jobs available or something stupid? I mean, Crazy. So go to work. If you are putting yourself above somebody who delivers pizza or picks up garbage or flips the burgers, you're not. You're actually on the economic scale beneath them. So go and do something. Not asking a lot here. Do something. And then when your job of choice and the field of choice comes up, then you can go for it. And I've always found this to be the truth and I've been working since I was 12 It's easier to get a job when you have a job, period. Especially in broadcasting, that's really a deal. If you're kicking ass and taking names and getting great ratings and making great money for the stations, everybody wants you. If you're sitting at home saying, I'm a really good broadcaster, everybody's going, well, why don't you have a job now? Truthfully, it happens in every industry, but I've seen it firsthand in every industry I've been in. Stop putting yourself above somebody else or above any job that's available when you're making nothing. That makes no sense. Let me uh, grab the next one. It's going to be Kit in San Antonio. Hi, Kit. What's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. So, yeah, it's it's just like the higher minimum wage thing. You know, I think it's just people are, are just attracted to the idea of getting more money or getting free college. But you, you said it best that if somebody pays for it at the end of the day. So the, they're just not thinking about that, you know. We're going to pay for it. The taxpayers are on the hook. It's not like the Department of Education is going to say, you know, we'll just forgive it and then we'll cut our budget by that amount of money. They're not going to do that. It's going to be $400, million, $400 billion in college forgiveness. Where does that money go? Just nowhere? somebody's got to pay it. Exactly. All right, brother, got you. Appreciate you, kid. Thank you. Open line now. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. You know, Carrie, I would love for some of these doofuses over on Twitter to just really grow up a little bit and call in. Oh, that'd Let's be have good. this debate. I would love that. Let's have the debate. I would like to know, okay, what exactly, because I had one guy call in last time we talked about this several months ago, 
And he said, man, I, if they forgave my loan, I'd be very happy. I said, what do you, what do you think? I'm stupid. If they forgave my, my house loan, well, I'd be hello. happy too. We would all right. be happy. Who wouldn't yes. be happy? Yes. I'd be clicking my heels I and whistling Dixie. Awesome. You know yes. what I mean? It would be, we'd be uh, high-fiving and belly bumping. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm not, look, I don't argue that point. We would all like to, to not have the bills that we have, <laughs> yeah. except we have the bills that we have. You know what I mean? Yes, we do. And you got to So that's not that. a good argument either. Yep. The argument is, well, I, I would be better off if I got, because I think they were, they were offering 10000 to some people, 20000 to some yeah. other people. Guy's like, man, that 20000 is going to help me. I said, great, give me some of it. Okay. No so well, why would I'll I do that? I said, because I'm paying, I'm paying you the ten. dollars where, where do you think it's coming from? Joe Biden's bank account? It's coming from me. They don't have a clue. Yeah, they don't, they, they don't have a clue. 888 pags 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do me a favor, go to the website. And uh, go check out me cackling like Kamala. Now, if you'd rather see it on uh, on Instagram, I did post it up there too. Instagram, it's Joe Talk Show, and then click on Reels, and you'll see the the short videos that I do. I've, I've done a couple today. Go and check that out, uh, those out as well. We're back after this on the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hey, glad to have you. It's the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Big fan of Newsmax TV, as you guys know. In fact, this Friday I'll be on um, Spicer and Company on Newsmax. Make sure you look for that. By the way, big news, the 2024 election could be America's last. That's the shocking conclusion of the best-selling author, David Horowitz, who you've seen on this program many times. And his new bestseller, The Final Battle, David Horowitz reveals a secret war led by a far-left Democrats, by the far-left Democrats, and a new woke generation who want to destroy our culture and our freedoms. Horowitz says they're in our schools, in our churches, even our military. The Final Battle explains Joe Biden and, Joe, and the big media out there want to stop Trump and DeSantis in 2024, no matter what. Horowitz names the names of the secret players working to change America. Newsmax calls Final Battle the book of the year. The next D'Souza says it's the biggest expose of Joe Biden and the Democratic left ever. Get Final Battle in bookstores or check out the free offer and save $28 right now. You can call 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 800-NEWSMAX or go online, finalbattle611.com. That's finalbattle611.com. Get your free copy today. Horowitz does a great job. Uh, breaking down exactly what they're planning on doing 20, in 2024. You know that he's right on with it as well. So get this book, 1-800-NEWSMAX. Make that happen right now. Back to the phone lines and the time remaining. A lot of people want to be heard on, uh, let me see, anybody arguing with me? Polo made a good point during the break that some jobs require the, the degree. I guess you would be punished if you got the degree and the, and the credit's taken away then. But again, the education was still given to you. You can't take away the education. You can't take away the information. You can't take away the knowledge. And yes, some jobs will be firm. No, you need a degree in this field. I've gotten a lot of jobs where I didn't have a degree in those fields, and I did very, very well for the companies. And I think that if you interview right, and if you and if you show proof that you can do it, you're probably still going to have a job or a chance at that job 
although only the jobs that don't have it as a hard requirement. If it's a hard requirement, then it would be a bit of a punishment to take away the degree and take away the credits. But I, I, I still, I'm leaning toward the side of you've already got the knowledge. Why don't you pay for it? You got something of value, pay for it. Because I don't think you're buying the degree at the end of the day. You're buying the knowledge and the information. So, I mean, I'm with you. I get it. But at the same time, I still I still you know, stand pretty firmly that you still get a pretty good job if you got that education, whether you end up with that piece of paper or not. Let me go to um, the phone line. Say hi to Tommy. He's in Florida. Hi, Tommy. Hey, what up, Joe? Hey, what's happening? Good. Talk to me. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. Love your show, bro. Thank you. I've been listening for a while. Thank you. Hey, man, man my only thing about this whole uh, debt forgiveness thing with the students, man, you know, it's not a bad idea, but first and only first, all the people that can verify that they went to college and paid off their loans, give them their money back. That's they never going to happen. Have their free loans. It's never going to happen. Because when, 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 you, when, you, when you bring that up, Tommy, <laughs> the left all starts screaming and yelling, well, this is only for lower-income people. You want to hear something that's going to blow your mind? Are you ready? 60, sure, man. I'm 60% of those that will be getting loan forgiveness are middle. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. be nice to get that money back, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh, man, like I say, I mean, if it's going to be forgiven for them, well, how about the middle middle class people that paid off their loans? They don't care I about the middle class people. They don't care about I you. Know they don't. They only they care, care about, about the elite. Nobody. That's true. Tommy, <laughs> thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, and that's, that's always the argument. And in fact, today, and, and Carrie, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in the story that you read, some of the Supreme Court justices said what about those who already paid it off? That is correct, yes. And they also and... say, what about people who never got, who never went and got a loan? What about mm-hmm. that? They just get nothing? Go ahead. Yeah, because I was going to say, I just wrote a big tuition check. Um, I'd like to get that back. How do I do that? Tell you what, if How you get it back, I just give that? me half of it. Uh, no, I want all of it back. I want some money. Actually, Why can't I get some money? I've written two checks so far. I need all of that back. It would be great. Wow, well, what a racist. Can't believe I can't get my money back. <laughs> Let me go to, <laughs> go to Doug no. in San Antonio. Doug, talk to me. Let's go. Uh, hey, I got two points here, all right? Yeah. Number one, it is clear in the Constitution that the only branch of government that has the authority to do anything financially is Congress, and specifically the House of Representatives. Yes. So when the executive is acting like they can do this stuff, that's just wrong, True. all right? But as far as it goes with student loans, apparently this is one of the few loans that you cannot declare bankruptcy. So what the heck do, should we do about it? I think what would be fair would be to slash the interest rate, slash the interest accrued, leave the principal alone if anything is done about this. You and I, uh, listen, I could not agree with you more, although it still bothers me that in principle you said that you would pay it and you knew what the interest rate was going to be. But instead of forgiving the loan, I'm perfectly fine with forgiving the interest. I don't think the government needs to collect interest on you. And I would be okay with that. And I think that would give a lot of people the so-called relief that they're looking for. Uh, so I think it's a good happy medium. They're not going to do it because they want to pay off a bunch of people who they know are on their side. This is, the, this is about paying people off. This isn't about actually doing something logical. Absolutely. All right, Doug, appreciate that. No, I think it's a good idea. I am 100% okay with them slashing, if not getting rid of interest, but you pay back what you borrowed. Pay back what you borrowed. I don't think that's asking an awful lot. In fact, it's just the free enterprise, free market, capitalistic way. If you want something you can't afford, you can borrow that money from some entity, and there are rules and regulations on how much they could charge you for interest in whatever. 
borrow that money, get that thing you wanted, whether it's an education or a big screen TV or a car or a house, and then pay back the money, then it becomes yours. You don't pay back the money, you don't get the benefit. It's actually kind of simple. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. 